Welcome to BSD Talk number 11. It is Sunday, January 29th, 2006. Once again, I'd like to thank the OpenBSD team for providing some release songs with every release. This is the release song for OpenBSD 3.0 that I've been using for my introduction, and I may switch it up at a future time. Okay. So today we've got two topics. One is mounting USB thumb drives on the BSDs. And then we have an interview with the free NAS author Olivier Cochard. Forgive me if I'm not quite pronouncing that correctly. USB thumb drives are a very common way to transport files today. So I figured I'd give a rough interview rough description of how to install them or mount them on the three different BSDs that I usually cover, which are FreeBSD, NetBSD, and OpenBSD. So diving right in, I'll start with FreeBSD 6.0, and all of these happen on the same Intel architecture laptop. So uh, these may not be exactly the same if you're running on other architectures, but in this case, on FreeBSD, I inserted the USB thumb drive into the USB port on the back of the laptop, and the console instantly displayed some messages. It was using the UMass storage device driver, and it did correctly recognize it as a SanDisk Cruiser Mini. And they're actually showing up, these UMass devices use the SCSI subsystem, so you'll see some SCSI 2 stuff in there. And FreeBSD was assigning the DA0 drive and device to this thumb drive. So I just went to the dev directory, as is recommended by the FreeBSD people out there on the internet when you're looking up how to do this, and I just viewed all the DA files in the dev directory. So in my case, I typed ls space forward slash dev forward slash DA star, or that asterisk, which is the wildcard. And that let me see that there was a DA0S1 device that was now there. So, crossing my fingers, I typed the command to mount MS-DOS file system devices, because most of these USB thumb drives come pre-formatted uh, using an MS-DOS file system. So in this case, it was, I used the uh, I guess the, the standard commands, the mount underscore ms dos fs is the command. You can also do mount t, mount dash t in order, in order to use the generic mount command and specify the file type, but I prefer to use the longer command. So mount underscore ms dos fs, and then I had to name the physical device. In this case, it was dev da0s1 and then tell it where I wanted to mount it, in which case I mounted it over the empty mount directory. And I was able to change directories into the mount directory, 
list of files, and there were the files on my thumb drive. I then uh, changed out of the mount directory and unmounted it. NetBSD 3.0, also when I inserted the USB thumb drive, it picked it up as a UMass storage device, correctly identified it as a SanDisk Cruiser Mini, and assigned it the SD0 driver and device. So, uh, going into the dev directory, there were just the standard set of SD0, or yeah, the standard set of SD0 plus other SD devices, but of the SD0s, there was just A, B, C, D, E, F, G, so on and so forth. And uh, it wasn't immediately obvious which one this particular thumb drive was going to be. Well, this particular thumb drive is SD0, but what partition the MS-DOS file system was going to be residing in. One way to do it is just to walk up the different options. So trying to mount SD0A, B, C, D, E, work your way up. Some of them you can pretty much guess it's not going to be, <laughs> such as C, because that usually represents the whole disk, uh, including all partitions on it. But walking your way up, you'll find that it's SD0E in my case. The command was mount underscore msdos. A little bit different than FreeBSD. FreeBSD was mount underscore msdosfs. In NetBSD 3.0, it's just mount underscore msdos. Then it's dev sd0e. And then where you want to mount it, in which case my mine was forward slash mnt, I was able to change directories into the mount directory, see all my files, changed out of that, and unmounted it. So if you don't want to sit there and guess what particular BSD partition it might be residing on, one thing you can use is the disk label utility to see all the different BSD partitions on a device. In my case, I type disk label and then the device SD0, and it showed me what different partitions, BSD partitions or general partitions, were on this device and showed me that there was an E partition of type MS-DOS. So if you don't want to try guessing, you can use the disk label utility in order to find out where your MS-DOS partition is. OpenBSD, very similar. Two different two things that were different was that one, the MS-DOS file system was living in SD0I instead of E. I was also able to figure that out by randomly guessing just working your way up, or using the disk label utility. A little bit different on the disk label utility under OpenBSD 3.8 was that I had to specify dev sd0c for the whole disk, as opposed to just disk label dev sd0. So, slight differences, although you, could ex you can expect NetBSD and OpenBSD to be more similar, given that they share a common ancestry or a closer common ancestry from FreeBSD. So that's it. That's mounting USB thumb drives under the BSDs on the i386 architecture. Next we have an interview with the FreeNAS author Olivier Cochard. FreeNAS stands for Free Network Attached Storage. This is a mini FreeBSD distribution. You can burn it onto a CD and then boot to that CD and very quickly install a bare-bones version of FreeBSD and a very clean and easy-to-use web interface for mounting your drives 
adding raid arrays, formatting derives, sharing them out using Samba or NFS or FTP. And it also supports booting and using USB drives. Part of the reason I did this earlier introduction. So why don't we just get right to that interview. And uh, all right, here we go. On today's BSD talk, we're talking with Olivier Cochard, and you are in Paris, France. Is that correct? Yes, I'm Paris in France. And we're talking about one of the projects that you're working on, and that's Free NAS. So could you tell us a little bit about Free NAS? Free NAS is a um, light uh, customized FreeBSD specialized in um, network attached storage service. It uh, provides um, disk sharing with um, same bay FTP and NFS on the web interface for the configuration that came from the world project. And it's all, it's, it support, uh, actually it, it supports RAID software. You can use um, FAT disk extended file uh, extended to from Linux on NTFS, but um, the FreeBSD NTFS support is very poor. Actually, I'm working on implementing um, user authentication. That's all. And this is based on FreeBSD 6.0, right? Yes, it, it's uh, it's this version. Why did you choose FreeBSD and the BSD oh. license for your project? I'm starting this project with a um, few months because I don't found um, a NAS server on, on the market for free. I'm beginning. It's um, I was um, a, long, a mono world user from a long time, and I don't know FreeBSD. Uh, I start this project only because the uh, Monowall developer's guide is um, is easy to read and really to understand. And then I, I say, why not? And it's all. <laughs> uh, Monowall. Oh, Monowall. Yes, it's a it's a firewall based light firewall based on FreeBSD too. Okay. And did you have any worries about basing your work off of FreeBSD or something with a BSD license where? other people could take your work and not contribute back or did you really not worry about the licensing issues at all no the, the licenses is not um, no it's a, in the beginning i created a project for me only for me and uh, it's not a phone no it's a, the user can do what they want with and uh, it's better for me it's better what uh, features of FreeBSD do you think make it a really good foundation for a network-attached storage device? The stability. It's the FreeBSD have um, very small footprint. It's very, how can I say? Uh, there's very few security ICUs. And it's, uh, yes, it's, it's light. So. And there's lots of appliance in the market that use FreeBSD. Then um, why not me too? <laughs> That's good. And how did you get started in programming? Uh, with FreeNAS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I learned, uh, I'm actually learning um, the PHP and I'm discovering FreeBSD. It's uh, a few months with FreeNAS too. 
So are you running FreeBSD on your workstations, or do you use other operating systems for most of your day-to-day -day work? No, um, I've got few. I've got few workstations. The main workstation is a FreeBSD system. It's when I'm working for FreeNAS. It's uh, when I'm compiling the compiling the, the programs. On the, the, the main developing stations, it's for it's uh, under FreeBSD. I've got uh, another from planning under Windows, and I've got another for um, it's um, DivXbox. It's based on the Jikbox project under my TV, so it's uh, only for for uh, media player station. Great. Are you involved in any other open source or free software projects? I'm a Jigbox, it's, it's um, the Jigbox player. I'm an advanced user, and yes, I'm participating a little to this project. Uh, actually, I'm working only on Freenas. It's taken uh, lots of time. <laughs> Do you think your your exposure or using FreeBSD with Freenas might convince you to spend more time on FreeBSD as a workstation? Uh, when I try to Yes, I, I discover FreeBSD and I'm, I'm like the, the philosophy behind FreeBSD. But when I'm trying to install it from uh, my professional workstation, my laptop that works, I've got um, a problem for installing uh, GNOME or uh, KDA. KDI. Then I, I don't know. Um, from a small project as a, as a firewall, or it's okay, no problem for using FreeBSD, but for workstation, I think the install program is not is not enough uh, easy to use. Yeah, I think most people do use it on the server. There are some projects. Have you seen PCBSD? It's personal computer BSD. No, no, I don't test it. Yeah, you might want to try it out. They've created a really easy to use installer. It's designed for for desktops. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's pretty much most of the questions I have about your project. I want to really thank you for taking the time to speak with us. If someone wants to find out more information about FreeNAS, where would they go? On my very, very beautiful website. <laughs> it's, you know, uh, I've got a little website. On the, the main project is um, hosted on SouthForge too. And here you can there is a, a forum where you can have help or lots of uh, on other questions. All right, great, and I'll I'll put a link to your website in my show notes on my website. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for talking to us today. Thank you. Too. We'll talk to you later, maybe. Okay. All okay, right. Then. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. All right, so that was our interview with the author of FreeNAS. You can find FreeNAS at freenas.org. One thing I should mention, as he said during the interview, was that an upcoming feature he's working on is user authentication. So currently, the FreeNAS project does not support user authentication. Essentially, this means you should only use it on a trusted network. The files are shared out to whoever can access them. So I would not use it to put on a server on the internet and expect it to protect your files quite yet, but that should be coming soon. Okay, well I want to thank everyone for listening to BSD Talk today. 
You can get to our website at bsdtalk.blogspot.com. You can also leave comments on the website. And also, if you have any questions or comments, or even if you want to send me some recorded sound files of any interesting project you've done, I'd be more than willing to play them on the show. You can reach me at bitgeist, that's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T, that's bitgeist, at yahoo.com. Thank you.